0: So get out your Bible, put on your thinking cap, and hit that speed dial. Cause here's the host of the Bible Live, hey, 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 hey. your Apache Indian scout through the Book of Books, Soapy Dollar. We're on
2: the air, right? <laughs> yeah, John, Hello. Good to see you. Happy birthday. Happy, oh, thank we, you. We want to sing happy birthday to John, right? Happy birthday
3: to you. <laughs> no, we won't. Yeah. Happy birthday.
2: Oh, well, I don't think I'm ready to sing again yet. You know, uh, uh, folks, uh, welcome to the program, The Bible Live. This is Sophie and my sweet daughter, Stacy, Hello. accompanies me here as we work in... Listen and talk our way and discuss our way through the entire Bible, and we come to an exciting book that we're going to begin this week this uh we started this past week, the Book of Daniel, yeah. and so we're going to get into the book of Daniel, the person of Daniel, the individual, the remarkable remarkable individual that he was, and we're going to invite you to come along with us and and to comment with us and to give us some of your thoughts on the book of Daniel. So our phone number is 210-340-9585. And um, I'm glad oh, yeah. to get that out there oh, yeah. first, right?
3: Yes, and you're gonna sing it for? Or you say you're not ready?
2: No, to I'm sing. not going <laughs> to sing. I, I. It's so funny that, oh. I, during my life, all my life I've been a musician, yes, and mainly a vocalist, yes. but then piano and guitar and drums and so on. And now I can't do any of them. I took out my old no. guitar the other day oh, really? and see if I could still pick and, yeah. pick and grin a little bit. But um, no, not not really. Not and I'm not... Right. I'm, the piano, I do a little a bit a little bit better. But i am still got a way to go before I can come back. Oh. But it's funny to have had... Right. To have been right. kind of a, a musician and yes. and not be able, I can't even whistle.
3: Really? <laughs> no. You and Will both. <sighs> <laughs> I can't whistle
2: anymore. Aww. I'll have to make sure he learned. But <laughs> that's an odd thing that came out of the of this stroke. There are things you discover yeah. slowly, but surely you find, oh, I didn't, I can I whistle? And I try to whistle and I can't. Uh, uh-huh. But uh, no, I don't think I'll sing. Not even Happy Birthday. Oh.
1: That's all. That's all right. We well, well, <laughs> wish we'll you a great,
2: it. wonderful birthday. Yeah. You're sixty five, sixty six. <laughs>
1: oh.
2: No, he's twenty five. Right, fifty one. Yeah, 51.
3: that's a great year. I like that.
2: Nineteen seventy two. That oh, and, and, oh, that's the year we got married, and that's the year we. Came on staff with Campus Crusade. Well, that's a good year, yes. right? That's a great year. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, happy birthday, and thank you for doing the program last week. My, my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, we got the chance to spend a little time with families and mm-hmm. took a little break. But you got a chance. Sometimes it does
0: make me feel good that you trust me enough with the show when you're not here.
2: I appreciate that. No problem at all. You do wonderful, Mm -hmm. and somehow I think that the folks enjoy just as much, or maybe even more. By the way, (laughs) hearing the actual scriptures, Mm -hmm. hearing God's word being read, yeah, uh, word for word. Just the Bible itself. So Mm -hmm. we do that every now and again.
3: That's right. And you can listen uh, (laughs) any time during the week. In fact, we hope you do. And that's sort of the the way that the program is designed, that you go to BibleLive.com or com either one. And uh, all of the week's listening is under programs, or it's even on the home page and uh, da- the daily readings. And you just go and listen. Right now we are in the middle of the book of Daniel. This past week we finished up Ezekiel and started Daniel through chapter 9. And then there's mm-hmm. also always a wisdom and worship segment, which is the Psalm or the Psalms or the Proverbs. In this uh, week, past week, we were in Psalms. And so it's really uh, a joy. It's a lot of fun. I like to just, I like to get behind and then binge listen and catch <laughs> That's my temperament, I guess. That's like, um, and so I, I think I'm caught up. <laughs> but uh, if you're like me, you can do that. You can binge listen or you can listen daily. And then on Sunday evenings, we'll talk about the readings. since so that's where deal. we
2: are. Good deal. And tonight, we're going to begin... Let's talk a little bit more about Ezekiel. Okay. Uh the Lord is our strength, or yes. the, God is tr- the Lord's strength. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezekiel, we said, the unique uh, prophet. Mm-hmm. He was taken in exile to Babylon. He's um, twenty-two when he was about twenty, twenty two and he starts his ministry, what would we say, 30. Mm-hmm. 30 years of age, over in Babylon. Right. And he's a constant reminder of many, there are many emphases in Ezekiel. One is God's omnipresence. Mm-hmm. With the, remember the vision of the, uh, the, the, wheel, and the wheel and the wheel and Saying to the people there that, that although you're away from Jerusalem, you're away from Israel, the land, God is here too, right. and, and so that. and Then there are many visions about uh, about Israel and about the sin and the unfaithfulness of Israel mm-hmm. leaders mm-hmm. and, uh, and, he was and the temple.
3: Dramatic. He very dramatic. Had uh, I think he did not just tell them i think you've said he was similar in term, like as, as like a street preacher mm-hmm. i mean he would send the in he was boots on the ground he was yeah. grassroots and uh but he he didn't just preach it i mean he yeah he dramatized it he, you know, he laid
2: laid down uh, one of on his sides for mm-hmm. so many years and his other side for a number of years he had two bricks. They represent a brick. that represented Jerusalem siege. Uh, what are some of the other?
3: Uh, when his wife died, he, uh, he he fast. I guess fasted. I don't know what you would, but he did not mourn mm-hmm. in the traditional way. No mourning. Uh, he um, oh. And he he prophesied
2: the way the king was going to mm. be captured uh-huh. by knocking a hole in, in his.
3: Mm-hmm. home
2: and going out through the hole during the night. That exactly the way the king tried mm-hmm. to escape mm-hmm. and was taken uh, uh, hostage in by Babylon. Mm-hmm. Oh, there the numbers of different visions and all of them had to do their creative, they're artistic, dramatized. Um there may have been some music involved in that. he may have sung he had a, a yes there was a song he wrote a, he wrote a funeral dirge mm-hmm. he wrote a, a funeral song to mark the 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 destruction of um of Jerusalem mm-hmm. So he's a very remarkable individual. Which had not
3: happened yet. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at least at that point, right? Yeah. right? yeah, So he it was he was taken in. There were three uh, times periods when the, that Babylon took captured uh, Israelis and t- took them back to Babylon. So he was taken in which. Wave the first or the second?
2: I think they were in six oh five, but I'm not sure
3: which would have been the the first. Is that right? No,
2: five ninety seven.
3: Five
2: ninety seven. Then six. No. Yes. You're right. The other way around. (laughs) Six oh five (laughs) was the first. Okay. Then five ninety seven. Then five eighty six. But you're right. You know they may have been taken in that first time Mm -hmm. with Daniel and. uh, Hananiah, Mishael, <laughs> and and Azariah mm-hmm. uh, are by their Babylonian names. But he might have been taking that person with them. That's right, and and then, the, but the reason I want to talk about him a little bit tonight we we discussed uh, Ezekiel at length, even the week before last week before yeah. we read the book, and. Well,
3: I I wanted to—I right. think what you're about to say, and sorry to jump in, but as we get into the last chapters, we start to, I think, really see some major shifts and changes. I mean, this is a fork in the road. This this is uh, a—one of the questions you had actually put out there was, in the final eight chapters of Ezekiel, the prophet gets a vision of what two aspects of Israel— that are totally changed. And I think this is the this is really the beginning of the the, the road the, a very quick from here on to to Jesus and to mm-hmm. Jesus's arrival and to a completely different way of looking at what the covenant is going to how that's going to come to fruition yeah. so up until now I think they're not they don't quite know they know the temple they know um uh, the 10 commandments they know uh, some of the levitical laws you know they have they kind of have been in the business of nation building and of, of and then god completely scatters them and just and the temple's destroyed and there's this w- is it still a promise? And, and it is. It's just nothing like what they thought it was going to look like. And this yes, is the even, beginning even of at this,
2: Even at this stage, right. uh, it, it's different from what they envision. Mm-hmm. And, and w- it's good that you bring it that up. That's very important, I mm-hmm.
3: think. Well, and I also, I mean, not to... to, to have our heads in this and to also tie it into, I mean, just the world at large right now, what's going on. And I mean, there's, there's war that's been coming. And, you know, of course, there's always, there's been fighting in the land. There's fighting (laughs) in Israel tonight
2: as we speak. Right. right.
3: And uh, I mean, just, I know that's a, a different, I mean, it's a nation Israel, you know, and of course, we have that terminology. there, the people of God, Israel, and then the nation Israel, um, and
2: the land Israel, and, and the Israel, the 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 promised land, Israel. land Israel. the promised Cousin, land, yeah. right?
3: And uh, but it is uh, a you know, what is God doing? Is it is it is it what we expect, or is it nothing like we expect? Is it, and of course, as a as the people of God, Israel. We know we can always be praying for justice. We can be praying for God's people all over, um, who are experiencing war and persecution and murder. To you know, for for salvation for them to save yeah. them, Lord. To Any people, re- yes, would pray that for absolutely. them. Absolutely, yeah. and um, but I I think just keeping that in mind. In light of our expectations of how the world is supposed to be looking or what's supposed to be happening, well, what is God doing?
2: Very definitely, Stacey. Uh, this is the beginning of a, a new. And I think we mentioned it in, in the program before, that, that this is a, a very good way to look at uh, Ezekiel and Daniel and these later prophets. Because. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is to, to say now the attention is going to begin to shift in two ways. It's going to begin to shift to the world at large instead of primarily Israel in its environs. Now, as we see here and then Babylon comes in right. then the Medo Persian Empire, then the Greek Empire mm-hmm. and the Egyptian that's all, all these movement of kingdoms mm-hmm. the rise and fall. And one of the principal themes of, of Ezekiel or of Daniel is that God's kingdom is superior and mm-hmm. greater than right. all mm-hmm. it's a it's a big rock coming crutches right. the statue mm-hmm. that represented the empires the, the worldly empires mm-hmm. but also it's a uh, coming with the emphasis not being so much on israel but on the world larger world okay. and it's in preparation uh for the messiah mm-hmm. uh the Messiah, they had, they knew about the Messiah. The Messiah was clearly a central portion of the entire Old Testament uh, 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 scriptures. And now, though that you can see the preparing the way, the way that the the yeah. Messiah is going to come, mm-hmm. and how be, uh, Israel restoration and. And so he can be born in Bethlehem, the kingdom, the city he would predict it to be born in. That he could have his ministry in the northern tribes. Mm-hmm. So you see a preparation for the Messiah to come into the world, even at this stage. Right. And that brings us to the final chapters of Ezekiel that we read this past week chapters 41 through 48 and uh, the two aspects of Israel that are totally changed is one is the land distribution uh, of the of the uh, of the tribes of Israel is yeah. changed mm-hmm. and the temple is expanded to actually uh, cover the entire nation of Israel mm-hmm. and I uh, as far as I can tell, I've read a lot of different people uh commentary about that vision about the temple that uh, ezekiel see in chapter forty three he sees the the glory of God the she- kind of glory of God. Returned to the temple,
3: which so in, in which the, had abandoned had,
2: earlier. Right, the
3: glory, had, Chicago, the glory had left the temple, and then, and then the temple is just now. Did he actually? Did he have the a vision? I mean, did he, of the temple being destroyed? Well, no, it, no. So he never, right? Said saw the, the temp- glory. Of the temple mm-hmm. leaving, just leaving,
2: and, and he saw the. Division of the idolatry and mm-hmm. wickedness in the Jerusalem mm-hmm. that brought about the judgment, mm-hmm. but then he sees the glory this vision of the, of returning. the glory uh, returning, and and the temple become but a kind of an idealized temple, mm-hmm. the river of life flows out of mm-hmm. it, uh, that uh, and even the Dead Sea, which yeah. takes on life. And fish begin to grow and plants and so on, and that's this vision, and as far as I can tell, there are there are three or four different understandings of the of the vision mm-hmm. of the uh, of this temple mm-hmm. and of the changes. And I wouldn't mind at all tonight if some listeners would give oh. us a call about. What do you think is intended, what is to be communicated to us about the, this temple? temple. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's idealized in mm-hmm. some ways. It's not real. I mean, that we can understand it's not going to be a real temple that covered the whole land mm-hmm. and so on. There are several... There are several theories that people have. Do you know some of them or something about them? Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, I do. But Tell do you want to? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, I do want to quickly, if you do have some thoughts on that, I would like to talk. Uh, I mean, we are getting into Ezekiel and then we're going into Daniel, which notoriously has a lot of visions and a lot of seem um, so, you know trying to understand what God is doing and what maybe even the end times and brings in those kind of conversations and if you have questions or some thoughts um especially just it's a pretty intense time in history right now for mm. us um we'd love to hear it 's a two one zero three four zero nine five eight five And we've got about five minutes left in this segment. And so, yeah, I I guess the vision, what I had mostly understood or what I've always kind of understood it as is that um, God will dwell with his people. And so uh, um, his people are his, his sanctuary, his temple and in that way people go out and the great fill fill the earth <laughs> mm-hmm. go uh, i mean the, the same kind of command that he gave adam and eve or fill the earth and multiply uh, that's the command to us as believers to go and spread the gospel the great so commission the
2: temple you're the temple working earth, off the idea that yes, we are that we are god's, god's temple, temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and
3: that uh, he has made us holy and that Uh, holiness brings life and healing wherever it touches and how it touches people. And so we have the opportunity to be God's vessels to a broken world, to bring healing and life to those places and people that need it. I've heard also
2: that it might be, might, be a messianic vision, in yes. that when the Messiah mm-hmm. comes, mm-hmm. the yes. life begins yes. to flow from the temple and yes. so on. He's the
3: uh, he's the uh, what's the know uh, river the uh, uh,
2: fountain the fountainhead.
3: <laughs> he's yeah. the fountainhead, right?
2: So might have been even uh, a look at the 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 Messiah to come. Uh, some others yeah. believe that it is an, an actual temple. Mm. I've heard that some think it may be a third temple built in Jerusalem, it's rather idealized. It's, That's right, it's shown to be the size of the of the nation, and so on. Okay. But some I've heard some folks talk about it, it's it's an unusual vision, and it's hard to get what. What is Ezekiel? What is it telling us? Mm -hmm. What is it? Why is he sharing that vision? What is it pointing to? I tend to go with the vision of anticipation of the Messiah Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. seemed, I think, Mm -hmm. seems to make sense the best sense to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, when the Messiah comes, there were still sacrifices in the temple Mm -hmm. when the Messiah came. Now, anything, uh, you know, Christ's death on the cross uh, eliminated the need for further sacrifice Mm -hmm. uh, and and even the, the destruction of the temple Finalize that. Right. in The, the no curtain thing yeah. torn
3: in two as exactly. well. I mean that. Would, yeah.
2: But I don't know. I, I'm still puzzled to uh, by the vision of the temple well, there good. in the last <laughs> chapter of Ezekiel. A little
3: mystery is, yeah. is God, God's yeah, I way. So, I think. Yeah. <laughs> good. He keeps us on our <laughs> toes. Well, we're coming up on our break. I, I the last. I think one of the sweetest. Things of is even in the book of Ezekiel. The very last um, words of the book is Jerusalem's name actually being changed. Uh, Jerusalem is being the Lord is there. And that's
2: part of what Mm. I was saying that the idea, the Messiah is there now. Right. So I don't know, uh, but
3: the change can be scary, and so this is a comforting book for us as we go through. I mean change is a part of life and as we endure different seasons and different things i think ezekiel and daniel can be very encouraging for us and so uh we'll we'll be back this is the bible live with soapy and this is stacy and we will come back to talk about the book of daniel after this
4: Get yourself up high on a mountain. Lift up your voice and sing. Say to the cities, good news is coming. Here comes your king. Prepare the way. Wide in the wilderness making the desert A broad highway Lift everybody
5: <laughs> You they
4: are still love singing, Dad That's one of my favorite see. songs I, I love that
3: same here.
2: I might Life is like grandson, uh, lovely as a
4: flower, soon withers and it fades. Surely the people fade like a flower, but the word of the Lord it stays. That's better than happy
2: birthday, John. Oh, any okay. day. That was nice of you to plug in.
4: This way, actually makes it a happy birthday. Well, this is my favorite. I, I could sing it one time. I was <laughs> a guitar, see?
2: too. Well, I'll get it back, folks. Don't oh. worry. I'm, I'm fighting my way back. We're going to get over this. All of it. Even if it's
0: recorded, it's still great to hear you.
2: Oh, thank right. you. John. Yes. It's very nice.
3: Those are some of my favorite songs as well. Yeah. I have them on my. I have them all on my phone. And
1: we'll be hearing more of that at Christmas time too.
2: Yeah. You know, right, right. I love those Christmas. For ones. sure. Well, we're in Daniel Thanks, now. Yes. Um, yes. This is an unusual book, and he's a. An amazing person, Daniel affects me the same way paul affects me uh-huh. okay. uh, of course, I get in even greater still jesus but it's it's really funny to uh, i i have been studying a lot of uh Paul lately mm-hmm. we've been to many of the epistles already and the way God used. Paul mm-hmm. to transform. Uh, actually, the, the famous uh, historian, what's his name? I can't <laughs> remember. He wrote um, The Rise and Fall of, of the Roman Empire. I think his name was Boone or... Uh, okay. The Rise and Fall of Bacon Boone. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> rise and Fall of the Roman Empire. And he counted one of the one of the principal reasons for the fall of the Roman Empire was the spread of christianity mm-hmm. and one of the, of the key individuals for the spread of christianity without doubt was this converted jewish rabbi mm-hmm. who god used in, and he said, I have chosen him, I've chosen him, for he must suffer great mm-hmm. things for my name's sake. And that was Paul. Mm-hmm. And uh, he oversaw the spread of the church of Jesus Christ like wildfire across the Roman Empire and around the world. Um uh, now, I know Peter was involved, James was involved, uh, Thomas, the other apostles. But we don't know much about their actual uh, involvement. Some went to faraway lands and so on, we told. Thomas, for example, I talked to a, a young Indian girl tonight. Uh, Christian, well, I say young girl, she's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she just got out of high school, but she's a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. But we would, I asked her about that. In your country, does um, is it uh, understood that Thomas d- came to India oh, with right. the gospel? Mm-hmm. And she said, no, not, I've not heard that myself. Well, my parents might know about that. Uh, that uh, that's uh, I know that right. from being there myself uh, in in that country that there is a tradition that Thomas uh, delivered the gospel to India, mm-hmm. and so just in the same way though that Paul oversaw the transformation of a a, a great empire uh, in the spread of the gospel. Daniel, too, I think is one who uh, he not alone, but I feel like it, I get the sense that he had an impact over Nebuchadnezzar mm-hmm. over other rulers he he prophesied over during the period of time I think of five emperors. Yeah. And he was respected and listened to and his advice was sought after mm-hmm. and taken. Uh he he had a tremendous entre entree or intra uh power and effect mm-hmm. over these kingdoms that rose and fell rapidly in succession. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing the impact he he and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and uh, what what uh, uh, I'll, I'll get it in a little Esther and her uh, right. uncle what Mordecai. was his name Mordecai mm-hmm. and these That's the right. Jewish these these ones we mentioned were put in great positions of authority mm-hmm. and influence in the land of Babylon. And it's just amazing the impact they had. But it was all in in preparation Mm -hmm. for the coming of the Messiah. Uh, We we heard about the prophecy of this king, this emperor that's going to come, and he's going to let the people return to to, to Israel, return to uh, Jerusalem. And, uh, And... that prediction and come true uh, so the this right here is really a a, a, a shift as you said uh, of vision and beginning of shifting to international and beginning to shift to preparation for uh, for the Messiah yes. so um, that's over the big big picture of Daniel, I think, but then uh, the first six chapters of Daniel are the story of the the prophet himself. What is his story? What happened to him? How did he end up in in uh, Babylon and so on?
3: Right, uh, which is really interesting to me. I wanted yeah. to piggyback real quick on uh, um Maybe we can talk about it more later, but I think what's what I've been recently just kind of connecting in terms of Daniel is the holiness factor. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a First Peter study uh, with my church or the women's Bible study, and as i was reading you know peter and his writings and him encouraging the christians to live holy and to live separately and there was one sentence as a result you can show others the goodness of god for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light and so he's kind of emphasizing the importance um Of being holy and why specifically? Let your light shine kind of idea. And it reminds me so much of Daniel and he's kind of the holiness factor before, Mm. you know, pre-Messiah. And and, in the way in which they they, dedicated, the way in which they lived out holiness was obedience was Mm -hmm. obedience to Mm -hmm. the levitical Mm -hmm. laws of course that wasn't salvation obedience but it did show a reverence for the holiness of god it showed an understanding of god's character and a submission of of who we are in his presence
2: uh, it was a sign of commitment because Mm -hmm. they were Right, they were and, and daniel daniel for doing specifically, their thing. oh mm-hmm. yes,
3: exactly, he was absolutely he was committed to it, but he wasn't you get the sense he's not committed it to it for the sake of saving himself, Right. because in fact, his commitment he thought would probably get him killed
2: led him to a alliance yes, right? exactly,
3: yeah. um uh, he was committed to it because he. He understood yes. the holiness factor, that, that he was actually called to be set apart and to be separate and to be holy like God, like God is holy.
2: You read his, his prayers. Oh,
3: yes. And, right. and you
2: can see that level of maturity, right. level of commitment mm-hmm. and holiness, mm-hmm. even to the point that he identifies himself. Mm-hmm. With the sins of its people, mm-hmm. although we don't know of any sins in his life, right. Daniel is a one of a very few people to whom no sin is ever attributed right. in mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. That I don't think it means he never sinned, but <laughs> no. it, it's it's a good indication that he lived an extraordinarily holy mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. And and like he, you're saying.
3: And he had a, a specific calling and as long as he was willing and you kind of get that i don't know I, that's that's i i he reminds me of those passages and in, in first year uh he reminds me well yeah I, I mean a little bit of moses too so does easy everybody reminds me of moses <laughs> <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe it's jesus that we're well, actually he's very <laughs>
2: definitely a world changer he yeah he contributed to a the changing of the, the empires mm-hmm. and uh, the and predicting mm-hmm. his predictions about future empires was astounding. Mm-hmm. He went all through Greece even till uh, to the establishment of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. He described it. What amazing. would you say
3: what, if you had to do, give Daniel one adjective to describe Daniel? How would you describe him? <laughs> I ask because I have one in mind, but what I is just, it? What, what a courageous, you? huh? Just cool. courageous. He, he, just the courage that it took over and over again to say no or to say yes or to, um, you know, so many times. He, I'm sure, thought, well, I'm, then I'm going to die, you know, or I mean, he was. What, thrown in a furnace, thrown in a lion's den? He was, uh, what else was he? <laughs> he <laughs> I mean, predicted, he was he told,
2: predicted Darius' yes. uh, uh, death. Oh, yes. He said, yes. tonight, you know, you're going to be destroyed. Right. And, I'm sure and,
3: Darius didn't like that. Well, and he, he tried also, to
2: give him a, a, mm-hmm. the, the ring, and the, he tried to reward <laughs> him, but, but Daniel didn't take it, of course. Mm-hmm.
3: He Just also amazing individual. Yes, and had to had to be bold enough to you know w- uh, when uh, Nebuchadnezzar demanded that they not only tell what it, the dream yeah. meant but what the dream actually <laughs> was. I and, think
2: that is hilarious. It's <laughs> kind of and it's first. Uh, I guess that was his first vision that he mm-hmm. he came to prominence as one who could tell visions. The uh, the king had a dream one night, and it bothered him. And so, uh, he he asked his normal magicians or seers, uh, "And I want somebody to my tell me the, the the meaning of my dream." And they say, "Okay, you tell us the dream, and we'll
3: <laughs> tell you what it means.
2: We'll make up a meaning. Yeah, it's what they much. meant, it. but we, then we'll tell you the meaning." He said, "No, no, anybody <laughs> can do that? What?" You tell, tell me, what, me I what I dreamed, and then tell me the meaning. of And I mean, panic,
3: panic, and spread
2: quickly. <laughs> which
3: is what I mean. That's what made. And he he said, "I will, I will kill you if you don't." And uh, that's what gave them the willingness to bring in Daniel. uh <laughs> which, who knows that they ever would have done that apart from they not their own, own have, lives yeah. no next thing on the line but yeah is that and of
2: course he would have been among them that been killed yes
3: i guess so but
2: huh. he told the king what his dream was and then he told him mm-hmm. what it meant and then he gave glory to his mm-hmm, god mm-hmm. for the whole thing it, mm-hmm. and that's one thing about daniel constantly attribute every Mm -hmm. miracle, every dream uh, interpreted, every great thing, he quickly to uh, turn the credit and the glory over to his God. And that's a remarkable thing as well.
3: Mm. I think we have a, a caller and so we will get to you here in just a moment, but we, before let's see if we can quickly do this, I forgot we were going to give a little biography of Daniel <laughs> a little yeah. bit just because the first couple chapters are about his life.
2: The first six chapters mm-hmm. were about the prophet himself, uh, what he what how he ended up in Babylon, mm-hmm. and they talk about the holiness factor that you mentioned, mm-hmm. his commitment to God. Uh, he was taken from the land. I assume, I guess, he must have been a part in some way linked to the royal lineage of David, I guess. Uh, they were taken, and uh, he was a eunuch. He would fix so he could not mm-hmm. have children, mm-hmm. which was Standard procedure. Okay. Um, he insisted on following the is uh, uh, the Jewish uh, diet. He refused a few the food of the uh, that was offered, and he even put put it to the test. And he came out looking handsome and good, and he. He won that little battle, I guess. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, what are the different things? Uh, his prayer life was uh, tested and so on. But uh, we learned about him and we learned about the other three friends Han- Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, uh, better known by most people as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and we have maybe someone can call in and tell us what all the names meant. Oh, I I it's very do. interesting, actually.
3: I think we do have a call. I think we have Jacob uh, on the line. Who did you say? Uh, Jacob. We have okay, Jacob. great. <laughs>
2: okay, Jacob is on the line to bring him up, and he'll answer
5: all of our
2: questions.
5: Thanks. Hi, Jacob. Hi. Oh, um, hello, Soapy. I got to tell you something. The first thing I need to comment on is, you are sounding so good, Aww. man. I th- I actually thought it was a recording. I said said to Cricket, you know, my wife. I said, "Gee, that must be a recording. Look how well Soapy's talking." Oh my Yay. goodness, you are really, really
2: encouraging. You always are, but I've, I when I hear myself, I don't. I don't hear the same person I used to <laughs> hear. I'm still affected a little bit, but I thank you very much. That's very encouraging, Jacob. Uh,
5: well, I wonder. Well, Sophia, it's it's absolutely true, and you're right. Uh, all the uh, all, all Daniel and the other boys, they, they were they were all eunuchs. You're right about that, and uh, also they um, they they were. You were right about them being. Uh, they were actually a prince from the tribe of Judah. So they were all from the tribe of Judah, okay. and they were all prince, uh, princely lineage, you might say. Okay. That's why they want to make sure they couldn't have children. If a person wants to think about that, I've thought about that before, because, you know, in the Christian attitude and view of things, that, let's say, Satan wanted to stop uh Uh, a jewish messiah from coming and everybody knew it had to come from the tribe of judah Mm -hmm. so one way to do it is either kill them or castrate them
2: exactly Mm -hmm. Mm
5: -hmm. so but one Mm -hmm. reason i wanted to call in if it's okay i i don't know if you talked about it because i tuned in late but uh and i always have a rule no matter how late i start i always finish on time (laughs) that's right (laughs) and uh but I, I don't know, have you all mentioned anything about what's going on in Israel this evening? Yeah,
2: yes, we have, but yeah. not enough. We're waiting on you to call. <laughs> uh,
5: Jacob, uh, tell well, us yeah, about it. it. Yeah, and of course I have, I get a lot of things directly from Israel, and I've been mm. reading it, and Aww. some of it is really, really bad. They've got over 100 hostages. About 30 of them are actually American citizens. Mm, and
2: I, I so, heard that they sent something like, Five
5: thousand missiles, or uh, actually, it was a tad under eight thousand within twenty-four hours. Wow! Oh and uh, they actually did go into the surrounding little cities. They were going house to house, going in the in, and a lot of this. They're actually the Hamas was actually streaming and videotaping some of this, but they weren't. Uh, they're not showing a lot of it on TV, but. You know, I get some sources from Israel directly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's going on is they're going house to house, and they were killing anybody they found on the streets or in the houses. They did kidnap several people, but mm-hmm. if the children were under two, they would kill them so they didn't have to take care of them. Mm-hmm. If they were two or above, they would sometimes take the kids or the women, and the, and one woman, uh, she was taken, mm-hmm. and in their view of their religion is that if she's raped, she can't go to their heaven so there's one woman that was raped, mm-hmm. uh, a good-looking young lady, of course, and she was raped probably by 25 or 50 men right on the street. And, of course, they found her naked, dead body. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine a lot of those people who have been taken hostage are not being treated very well. Oh, it's and it's, it's really, really, yes. really, it's really bad. It's and really bad. right now, right now they've got over 700 confirmed dead, mm-hmm. and yet hundreds more are missing.
3: It is. It's heartbreaking. I mean, it, it. yeah, we went into, of course, Sunday. I mean, today just is on everybody's minds and yeah. certainly in, in prayers. And, oh, I know um, a couple of, I know at least St. Mark's, um, they, I think, had— uh, they had several members. Oh, probably about thirty or forty. You know, in Israel, there um, one of our church members, his mom, is in Jerusalem right now, and I oh know, my. yes. And so I, I'm, I know that they were all immediately told by the travel agencies to go to the American Embassy and the embassies, getting them out as quickly as they can. But I mean, it's mm. it's just, oh, it's. Yeah, it's it's war. I mean, it's yeah. Well, it, it's, it's worse than
5: war because uh, yeah, these because are war crimes,
3: oh, right? They're not well, going by the rules of war.
5: Well, yeah, it's funny when I have people <laughs> say rules of war, like, yeah, oh yeah, we right. Have yeah. <laughs> and, but you know, the first line in the uh, charter of the Palestinians is actually the ultimate destroying of Israel and killing all Jews. Right. And of course, when they get through with the Jews, they'll go on to all you Christians, you know. Uh, but they—they uh, actually—it's the, really genocide. There, there will be if they have their way. There would be there would be no Jews left. They actually want they yeah. the, some of the religious views is it's, by killing infidels or who, mm-hmm. Christians, Jews. They get to go to heaven, of course. But um, so they—they it, they really it's genocide. So you really don't have anything like this that's no, happened uh, yeah. actually since the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. What has been the—I'm
2: uh, sure it, Israel is not just folding their hands and l- rolling over and uh, giving up, but so what is—has there been a, uh, a solid, good response yet, uh, either mil- militarily or whatever?
5: Well, I think they've mustered a, a defense line, but I don't expect— full retaliation for about two or three days, but when it comes, I know that a lot of the Israelis are on the street. they're saying if Benjamin Netanyahu does not level Gaza that mm-hmm. he, he better leave the country. Mm-hmm. So, and this is but this is the fearful thing because you know Hamas yeah. is funded by Iran, Hezbollah, that's on the south on the north it's Hezbollah who is actually Iranian military. Yeah, and they've been firing some rockets, so I would think that would be they may enter the war too, and Israel has to fight that. And Iran is negotiating with Syria and Jordan to get a, a pathway to come through Jordan and invade Israel itself. Mm-hmm. So what I anticipate is they got to do something to Gaza, probably Hezbollah, because Hezbollah has thirty thousand missiles, I hear, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it, since it's all funded by Iran, they're. You know, I'm sure they're contemplating hitting Iran, too.
3: I mean, I'm sure it, it, in terms of the organization, it, it probably Hamas is... Who Who is Hamas? Sorry, I know that sounds probably very ignorant, but it, is it organized?
5: No, no, no. It, it, they're very much organized. Okay. They're not as quite a militaristic or as well organized yeah. as, uh, as the law. Right. As the law is real Iranian soldiers. Right. But... Uh, do you to, uh, Yeah, Jacob, I was going to say, it...
3: do you mind holding on the line? And we'll come back and talk a little bit more sure. about that. We Yeah, you're the music, we need to go that. to a break. All right, this is the awesome. Bible Live. Come back and we're talking a little bit about current times and then we'll relate that to maybe Holiness, the book of Daniel.
4: <laughs> Holiness is what I long for. Holiness is what I need. Holiness.
0: Chilling from the fiery furnace, so oh, the good book do declare. Well, oh Lord, if you can't have me, for goodness' sakes, don't you have that bear. Yeah, well, that <laughs> preacher set up
2: in that tree some. <laughs> sort of you know, don't, don't help me. Be. Don't, don't please help, 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 help that
5: bitch. That's
3: Andy Griffith. Oh,
2: uh, and that, Andy yes, Andy Griffith. Oh man. oh, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man, we knew
3: you had to be going somewhere with that yeah,
1: yeah, shit. <laughs> hey, the
5: Lord delivered so Daniel from make... the lion's den. <laughs> That's he right.
3: sure did.
2: Well, yeah. we are back and we'll yeah. go from that light um, <laughs> frivolous beginning to a very uh tortured topic. Oh, yeah. And that is yeah. what's happening tonight in the mm-hmm. this world yeah. that we live mm-hmm. in uh, in Israel. And uh, it is poten- potentially
5: world-changing. Yeah, in fact,
3: yeah. Are you, uh, Jacob? Are you still on the line with us?
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, I am, and I, and I was loving, loving
3: that song. <laughs> I, it is. It's. John said, uh, "Okay, you have to trust me. <laughs> you trust <laughs> me, right?" <laughs> so okay, I think we do. <laughs> that was yes, and profound. It's uh, always fun when something like that can also be very. I mean, it's true. Lord, if All you're not going to help me, don't help the bear.
2: Well, Yeah, don't but, help that bear. And um...
3: well, we were just talking about. So we were uh, you're listening to the Bible live. Um, Soapy is with my dad here. Uh, I'm Stacy Jacob. We have on the line uh, a dear friend of the program, longtime co-host for mm-hmm. for years. And we were in the Book of Daniel discussing the reading from this past week. But we also, are, of course, can't get through. You know, can't go through. A uh, uh, a program without discussing a little bit about what's going on in Israel. It is big. It's yes. It's potentially it potentially world, mm-hmm, going to affect all of us. World
2: changing. And, chain, uh, mm-hmm.
3: I and we were talking uh, about Hamas. My question was, how organized is Hamas? I mean, when I think of that, I think of it as a terrorist cell. I don't particularly think of it as very organized. But I think that has changed. Um, maybe back in maybe 20 years ago they weren't particularly organized I don't know if that's true or not uh, Jacob what do you know
5: well, I, that is true and okay. they're probably and right now they're organized because they've they've been funded and oh. trained by actually Hezbollah and this is actually military soldiers from unprofessional um, military from Iran okay. and quite frankly I think two, re- two reasons, well, three reasons made this happen right now. This was, this last holiday was uh, Saturday when they attacked. It was called Simhat Torah, mm-hmm. which means there's always a celebration when you finish reading the Torah. And then immediately after finishing Deuteronomy, you start on Genesis. Mm-hmm. So it was a celebration that they had finished the yearly reading of the entire five books of the Torah. Mm-hmm. And they attacked on that day. Also, Israel was very close to signing an agreement with Saudi Arabia. Now, Saudi Arabia is the archenemy and vice versa of Iran. One is Sunni, one is Shiite. And so they they absolutely, they're all Muslim, but they have conflicts between them. And and of course, the third reason is that in that type of, as one of the tenets of their religion is, is that once a place is Islamic, it can't ever become un-Islamic or that's showing a sign that Allah is displeased with them. Mm. So they so they really, it's, it's really, there is a certain amount of religious fervor in this. Yeah. Oh, sure.
3: I mean, sure. I, can, I imagined it was all religious fervor, actually. Um, at, I mean, at, I mean, at its core, right? Right. Foundationally. Um, I think I heard, too, that it was the 50th, anniversary
5: of something. Um, uh, yes, uh, this, it's the 50th anniversary of when six different countries on the Yom Kippur War tried to invade Israel. Okay. And they invaded on Yom Kippur because mm. all the Jews were in worship services. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they knew was, the Jews wouldn't be able to fight. But it actually only took about a week or so for Israel to get organized and drive out all the countries. Mm-hmm. And, and actually what that happened then that's when they actually got to take back jerusalem they hadn't had jerusalem till that fight so the fight expanded the territories yeah. uh there is some thought that that'll happen again here and i really would like to mention what you mentioned stacy about hamas hamas the word actually means violence mm-hmm. that's actually what it means really yes yeah, so they that is what they're dedicated to and they they are probably you know the they're warriors certainly and jihadists but they're they're really not up to the quality of a professional soldier like hezbollah okay. but they, so they're probably the most expendable what everybody's watching real close is that hamas was seems to be sent in to start the initial attack right. and then hezbollah would attack i'm thinking and people are worried about this attack from the north and iran will attack through jordan if that all takes place then it's it's going to be a That's great it. big international right. conflagration. Mm-hmm. It'll be a big big war, okay. and of course, some people think this might be the beginning of the end. That kind of thing.
3: Right?
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. yeah. Uh, one well, last, and I know I should know this. You said Shiite and um, Sun- Sunni, that, Sunni, Sunni, uh, which is now so Saudi Arabia and Iran. Okay, are are are, 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 are Hmm, That seems like that is important, (laughs) that they are, that maybe it reminds me, what it reminds me of is in Tolkien, you know, Tolkien, J.R. Tolkien, that Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to the great, large, you know, good versus evil, that that is one thing that good has on going for it is that evil, uh, not only are they against good, but evil often turns against one another because there's greed and there's power hungry and there's lying and there's and, uh, and that's how remember Pippin and Mary actually get to escape is because the orcs start infighting. Mm-hmm. Is there a is that a possibility that they won't be able to agree enough to have a large enough uh, consensus against Israel or and Israel's allies?
5: I don't see Saudi Arabia joining in this fight because okay. they were really because of the, what's called the Abrahamic Accords right. that Trump had actually started. Mm-hmm. They were they really brought them to the table and they're pretty much ready to sign the treaty. Well, Iran and their religious view, they don't want that to happen because in from the Islamic view, you know, uh of course, Israel is what they call the little Satan. America is the big Satan. Mm-hmm. And you probably haven't seen this, but uh, what they're actually doing to Hamas is bringing in truckloads of weapons and supplying the palestinians that do reside permanently in israel and telling them to go out and just shoot any jew you can find mm-hmm. on the street men and women or children mm-hmm. but who has trained hamas is that clearly they've been organized and trained they generally don't have the sophistication to pull this off this has clearly been trained and the weapons have been supplied and frankly the smart money is saying, you know, that about thirty days ago, Biden gave six billion to yeah, Iran.
2: I know. Yeah. And I, $6 I wanted billion. to ask you about that. Uh, yeah. How mm. our country figures into this conflict? I, I heard that that basically, uh, they, where they get these missiles, that six billion dollars. Uh, from our own government, could that have been a part of why this has happened?
5: Of course it could, and, and even this morning I meet the press. Blinken, who works for Biden, of course, said, "Oh no, no, that money was only earmarked for uh, humanitarian purposes." <laughs> but you know, it's they a matter supposed to only use it for money. good things. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, so <laughs> okay. they used the six billion. And for that, and then they remove six billion to use it for funding. You just change the six billion and use it for its fungible goods. You can change it from one thing to the other. So they took, say, spent six billion on their uh, out of their funds and replaced it with the six billion that America gave. Them. And it is true: all the weapons, all the technology, everything that was used in this comes from Iran. In fact, for the first time, what's called the Iron Dome in Israel, it was somehow. Oh. defeated, and they did get past it. Now, I was wondering.
1: Only, yeah.
5: only, only two countries would be able to pull that off. And that is, the, because the or technology is either Russia or China. Mm. That's the only one to have mm. that kind of technology. So there's a lot of smart money that Russia is involved in this, too.
2: Mm. Well, well we, thank you for sharing your insights. Yeah. Uh, we know about it. Just superficially, we know what's happening uh on the surface but and we all kind of figure there's there's all kind of um oh synnanigans, I guess, but all kind of maneuvering behind it, and that we wouldn't that it's not as evident. To it, so thank you very much for mm-hmm. sharing this. We must uh, pray tonight for mm-hmm. peace, the peace of Israel. Pray for the people. Pray for this uh, this mm-hmm. conflict mm-hmm. to end, and uh, justice be uh, remembered and carried out. Mm-hmm but it it seems difficult very difficult in this current uh, climate uh, not only the world but i 'm not sure if America at this point had the leadership and the the people in the le- leadership that could could give an effective response uh, i just don
5: 't well i, I don 't know if you know this, but certainly the weapons and money and funding and especially weapons have been supplied in the past from america to israel but i was telling a couple people today including cricket i said you know not one american one of the trick questions is how many americans have ever died in the conflict on israel's side and the answer is zero not one american soldiers ever participated israel never asked them but they do need the weapons and the tanks and that kind of stuff And I really expect within this next week that you'll see, and quite frankly, it's almost frightening, is there is some sympathy in me for the innocent people who are the Muslims in Gaza, let's say. Because, you know, they didn't really do this. Their soldiers and these people funded by Hezbollah and Iran, mm-hmm. they did this. But the truth is it's always the innocent people that have to pay. Yeah. And I really I really I almost I feel sorry for them too because it's mm-hmm. coming their way and in this next week mm-hmm. I expect we're going to see some almost devastating a merciless attack by Israel because they are, they they are promising lots of bad stuff coming.
2: Right. Mm. Mm. Well, Jacob,
5: our oh. prayers
2: are are with uh Israel mm-hmm. tonight as they respond to this injustice mm-hmm. and this uh, cruelty and
3: um are there any fa- family, Jacob, that you are friends and lived, I mean in mm-hmm. the middle of it in Gaza or you yeah, have friendships
5: and no yeah. you have a lot friendships. of friendships yeah. mm-hmm. yes I, I I know I know some people and I mm-hmm. and I know no family but friends of course and I know mm-hmm. people who are there and have lived and grown up there in fact I will tell you this that uh Sophie you've met my grandson Tadon mm-hmm.
1: yeah
5: and uh of course he went Graduated from a Jewish school. And, uh, you know, of course, he's really watching this closely as every Jew in the world is. But, uh, you know, he's, you know, he's finishing high school. and uh, I'm not sure we can keep him from, and maybe we should not keep him. But he's, you know, he's even talking about joining the IDF Mm -hmm. in this time of need, you know.
3: Right. Well, that's that's. Precious to me. I mean, on on one hand, you know, I was just talking about if you could sum up, going back, I guess, to the book of Daniel, um, if you could, you know, describe Daniel with one adjective, and the one that comes to my mind is courageous. Just the courage of of Daniel, and maybe that's that's, you know, when I hear that about your (laughs) guys, that's courage. I mean, that's that's a precious thing, and uh, and. Courage is one of those that goes along with the best great of them. <laughs> to
2: see. Although I cannot imagine Tevin's already
3: finishing
2: high school. uh uh-huh. yes,
3: yeah.
2: that Yes. Wow. The years have
5: passed, Tevin. Uh, yes, they oh, have, hard, Thank though. you,
2: brother. And that takes well,
3: courage on your part, too, to, <laughs> to, uh, to have a and grandchild. Maybe more that's...
2: packets for grandpa. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, brother, for calling in cool. tonight. That's been a great yeah. contribution to uh, our mm-hmm. understanding of what's happening mm-hmm. and even even actually down to the it's all part of God's plan and God's gonna you know no one's gonna destroy God's plan mm-hmm. and, and uh, not Hezbollah or anyone <laughs> and our prayer is that God will bring about peace and again uh Solve this mm. problem, mm-hmm. maybe once and for all, it'd be really nice. But mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens yeah, and well. what the thank response you, of our yeah. country will be. That
5: we need to pray about yeah. that as well. Well, thank yeah. you very well, thank much. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you, Stacey.
3: Mm-hmm, of course. You bet. I'll be praying.
5: Okay. Well, you all have a good evening. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you,
3: thank Jacob. you. Jacob. Why God. don't we
5: take a moment and, and Pray,
2: Stacey, for Israel, for what's happening in that part of the world, and invite mm-hmm. our listeners to pray as well. Mm-hmm. Let's not just talk about it, bring it you. Okay.
3: <laughs> uh, well, sure. Uh, Lord, we do thank you so much for uh, just your provision, your blessings. Thank you for this uh, opportunity to be here and. Um, And speak uh, across San Antonio and come to you humbly on our knees and um, one just in, in gratitude for first and foremost what you have done for us. That no matter how difficult our times are, no matter how difficult or challenging or courageous we are called to be, we know that you have gone before us and that you have done the ultimate paid the ultimate price stood in the gap in a way that nobody has ever had to do you have um done it you have been the most courageous (laughs) and uh and we can look to you uh, and and be inspired and uh, be able to say um use me and uh, i just i pray that um that men and women across the, the world that um, would be able to, to be that light wherever they are, where there's darkness, where there is fear, where there's hatred, where there's enmity with God's people, that they will be able to stand firm, that they'll be able to uh, um, be brave, um, that they'll be able to um, to to live uh, with that eternal perspective, and that that would cause um, would cause hearts to to melt would cause hearts of stone to turn to hearts of flesh that that would um, spark uh, a good fire, a cleansing fire mm. um, that were uh, like this uh, you know, Ezekiel's the temple, that river of life, that out of um, complete devotion and obedience to you would just flow life and that the things nice. that touch it and the things that um, come into contact with this living water would uh, um, would go from darkness to light, would go from death to life. And I just praise specifically for those that are uh, – those that have mm. resources, money, weapons, um, that are in roles of leadership are the ones that are making these calls that are uh, – that you would be, even right now be orchestrating um, – uh, ways to uh, either stop their plans that are are evil, or do you know do what you've always done, take what is meant for evil and turn it to good, and that somehow this uh, uh, conflict and war would we just would end lord please um preserve life um the mm-hmm. children the women the innocents. lord uh, protect them just angels surround and protect um those that are there's that innocent lord that have that did not do not have anything to do with this um and we we I I pray that over the people there, and Lord, if there's anything that we can do specifically, that you would lay it on our hearts, and that we would be bold and brave and courageous enough to to obey, to to hear your word, and to do what you've called us to do. And it's in your name we pray to Yes, you Lord. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, that um, various. Beautiful prayer, Stacey, yeah. and uh, just a beginning. We need to pray continually yeah. more mm-hmm. as this thing unfolds. Uh, it does have very dire possibilities for our world. I do think of our children. Many people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our children. exactly.
3: Um, but yeah, it's well, very that's relevant. A kind
2: of we had to realize that that's the kind of times that Daniel lived in. Right. That's right. <laughs> These things that we're talking about, mm-hmm. nations falling and going to war and all, that's the very thing that he right. lived in. That mm-hmm. There was a risk of war. He served under four or five emperors. Mm-hmm. Cr- crowns mm-hmm. were changed, and other people took over. It's mm-hmm. a world that uh it seems to us scary but God has been in in situations like it before where evil has raised its ugly head and and tried to uh, uh tried to eliminate God's plan. Like right. he said, the children uh Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, they were made eunuchs mm-hmm. to somehow <laughs> stop the Messiah right. that couldn't have another king. But they, they're unsuccessful, so we're asking mm-hmm. God to to bring about peace and to accomplish a great thing Amen. in these times. Maybe a uh, uh, turning of uh, the whole world uh, would I would turn to God and to seek God mm-hmm. truly and, and, and entirely, uh, and to learn about the true and living God mm-hmm. and His Messiah. So we keep on praying I, yeah. about that. Keep I know on. this
3: is not quite the, th- <laughs> but I can't help Tolkien's, you know, J.R. Tolkien and the Lutherings. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, that was this, I think, you know, it is, it is It isn't a time like this. What is that quote that Frodo, uh, nobody, um, everybody's has just the time that they've been given. And it's, I don't, I, don't, I can't remember exactly, but, and here's this sweet, Simple, the hobbits, you know, sort of unassuming, and mm-hmm. and isn't that the way though, that God works? All eyes are on one thing, and God's doing something very sweet and kind of unassuming. Who knows where? But in that is actually the real, you know, at the core that's of what, it's hope. the ring, <laughs> or whatever. And the,
2: that's our real hope and that, in, the, yes. in this situation. That's right. Uh, we've. This war had been a reality in that part of the world for so long, yeah. and hatred and, and abuses of all kinds. It, we are really just, such
3: a young country. I was thinking, it amazes
2: us as American because really, we are so young yes. uh, as a nation.
3: And this will be, as far as my generation, one of the first times. We, I mean, if you know, if this escalates and goes. Uh, I mean, it's a little a bit scary for me where my peers are in leadership positions, you know, um, yeah. as far as decision making and uh, and have children, and uh, so that's that's an interesting for me. Is to be well, living we're going this to, as to the finish,
2: <laughs> finish the book of Daniel this coming week, yes. and we're going to go into James. 1st, 2nd, Peter, 1st, 2nd, 3rd, John, and Jude. And we'll come be. back to the oldest. See you next Bible week. Bible
3: Live is dedicated to helping restore the Bible to our culture. Mailing address is P.O. Box 18888. That's Box 18888